case you're not already up to date, the self-proclaimed queen has spent the past 24 hours deflecting from the fact that her husband is a convicted sexual predator who is not allowed near public parks or elementary schools by making fun of Megan the Stallion for getting shot. It's always amusing to me how Nicki Minaj immediately jumps to making fun of other people's appearances as if she didn't spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in 2008 getting illegal Craigslist butt injections from some guy in his basement. Not only are we talking about a woman who once gave a lap dance to a 13-year-old boy, we're talking about a woman who once made a song with a then 16-year-old little twist in which she says these yeah, that was everything he, he ate it. he ate he ate that's the definition of eating <laughs> and he had his receipts Welcome back to another episode of The Petty Headquarters. I'm your host, Tiana Locke, and this is... Jesse Strange. And today we have some crazy tea to talk about. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what's going on with Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion... It's getting hot. It's, it's getting more than hot. It's heating up unnecessarily. So <laughs> we are just going to be here to give you that dose of mess today. Mm-hmm. You know... You know, before we start, <coughs> mm-hmm. I, I really got to say, sometimes I, I, I do enjoy, like, you know, this whole little frenzy online, this whole little chaos thing that's going on. You're, why? Because it's just like, you know, not, I, I enjoy it in the sense of like, it's almost like reality TV, but for free. Yeah, <laughs> I see that. I see that. Like, you know, a little guilty pleasure. Mm, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people that are on the same page with you with that. <laughs> they they want to see the celeb tap drama. Right, not too, I mean, it's getting not a little too crazy. Not too much. It's, it's getting a little crazy. I yeah. mean, I already thought it was crazy, but now it's getting even worse. Yeah. So now let us just dive into this whole situation. <laughs> so if you don't know what's going on, Megan Stallion released a new single called Hiss, and it's a diss track to a lot of people in the industry. And, you know, I, I guess she took a lot of jabs at a lot of people. Tori Lanez, Drake, Nicki Minaj being one of them. Um, and there's other people. Who else did she take a jab at? Party. Party, yes. Her ex. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And was there anyone else or that was mostly it? Um, yeah, I think so. Okay, so, yeah, she, she pretty much took a shot at those people. But one person in particular being Onika Maraj, a.k.a. Nicki Minaj, yeah, um, you know, one verse hit very different. Yeah, fire verse. Honestly, the verse flew over my head. Really, it flew over my head, and then I had to like listen back, and I'm like, wait, yo, like I was like, it took me a second. <laughs> it really did take me a second, and I was like, wait a minute. So for you guys who don't know, right, um. Megan Thee Stallion has been quiet since the Tory Lanez. And you know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. Is that I've been wanting to talk about the Tory Lanez and Megan thing for so long. For so long. For so long. For so long. Oh, my God. Did. I know. I've been dying to talk about it. But it's like it wasn't just the right time or it just get, kept getting pushed back. Mm-hmm, right. It's just crazy. But then we end up here where it's still kind of related. Right. And in Megan was silent ever since the conviction. And yeah. He was sentenced to, to prison. Um, and then she came out three years later. It's been that long. It's been a couple of years and address, like you said. And and what do you think about the song? I think the song is good. Yeah, I think the song, her flow is pretty fire. Uh, you know, 
compared to a lot of her other songs that are hits, I really like this one because she's really spitting on here. Yeah. And it's not often you see a lot of female rappers spitting these days. They're just making songs that you can twerk to or making songs that will catch virality on TikTok. Right, which is fine because, like, each his own, right? To each right, his but own, sometimes but I really like to hear a bitch spit some bars. Like, right. Show me a gangsta shit. Like, I want to hear some shit. There's been some, like, discussion in the hip-hop community, right, about how hip-hop is dead. And we, you know, a lot of people speculate it's because of the internet and stuff like that. So I was telling Tiana when I first heard it, I was like, yo, it just felt so refreshing Mm -hmm. to hear Mm -hmm. like bars, just Mm -hmm. no chorus, Mm -hmm. no nothing, just straight up bars. Bars, And then shit was fire. Mm -hmm. She came out hot. And obviously she she did. She came out choosing violence. (laughs) Um, The visuals were amazing. She killed every outfit, every visual. And you can just. There, you know, when you reach a certain level of status that you no longer address things unless it's through music, kind of mm-hmm. like Beyonce does, you know. Yeah. And it's interesting because Nikki will get to this, or maybe we won't. There's so much. There's so but much. But she mentions how, like, you know, uh, Megan gets invited to the the Rock Nation, the brunch. Rock Nation brunch. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. No, but I only mentioned that though, mm-hmm. right? I only mentioned that because it's like she took notes because Beyonce addresses the same drama in the same way through music, as every hip hop artist has done in history. Usually, it's not social media. Usually, mm-hmm. it's through music. So I really respect uh, Megan, and his shit was fucking fire. So basically, uh, the the verse in particular that I guess hit Nicki Minaj's soul was these hoes don't be mad at Megan, these hoes mad at Megan's law. And so for (laughs) those that don't know what Megan's law is, it is the name for a federal law in the United States requiring law enforcement authorities to make information available to the public regarding registered sex offenders. So, And if you guys go back to our previous podcast episode, we deep dive into... The person Nicki Minaj is married to. Exactly. Who is on the register. Exactly. As well as her brother. Exactly. There seems to be a pattern here. <laughs> seems to be a pattern here. Um, so clearly it hit close to home. That is uh, her husband and the father of her son, Papa Bear. And that is clearly something that I would. Would you call it an insecurity? What would you call it? I wouldn't call it an insecurity. I would I would say something like, you know, it's a it's a pain it's a, spot. It's, it's a sore spot. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's like I don't think it's an insecurity mm-hmm. because at the I mean maybe, but I think more so it's like mm-hmm. it's personal when you right. talk about that. You know right. what I'm saying? She hit a nerve. Right. She hit a nerve. She definitely did. <laughs> Long story short, Nikki took offense to the line and decided to go live. And she was on her, I don't know what she was on. She was on, but a, it, she was on a rant. She went off. It was giving Orlando Brown. Uh, so I, you know, I'm not, I'm not really sure. I, I was concerned <laughs> because it's, like, you never really see me personally. Yes. Nikki be having her clapbacks. Yes. She be in drama. But I've never seen her go this hard. Like she was really talking to herself for three consecutive days straight. And talking to herself, meaning Megan wasn't responding. Exactly. Megan hasn't said anything. She hasn't responded. But Nikki is talking shit about her on live. First of all, I just think it's very interesting. Before I even talk about the live, how the hell does she have a diss track ready? Ready on hand to play? Well, that's what people are speculating because um, 
there has been beef prior right. to um there's believed to have been beef prior to this whole situation happening yeah so she went live and basically she had released i guess a line from the the unreleased track and basically what it was was bad bitch she like six foot i call her big foot the bitch fell off i said get up on your good foot so <laughs> that was the line that she revealed first in the live right and she was just going crazy talking about how you have Grammys, but you need to learn how to rap on beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so bad. But but I feel like there was a reason why that diss track already existed. Mm -hmm. Because Megan, Megan, because Nikki was throwing shots at Megan prior to it. There's this clip on one of her concerts where they believe that she was talking about Megan the Stallion. Mm -hmm. I only I mean, I, I don't with horses. I said it's 700 horses when we fixing to leave. But I don't with horses since Christopher Reeves. Okay, yeah, I've heard about that too. So basically, I guess, let's take it back since we're going to talk about, let's take it back to how this whole thing started. Uh, so allegedly, they had beef back in what, 2020? around that time and fans did speculate that that line that verse was about her and if you don't know who christopher reeves is christopher reeves used to be um any question he competed in like horse races and he had a terrible accident which paralyzed him for life so yeah i'm not sure if she's taking shots at megan the stallion but i guess because her name is megan the stallion the stallion right horse. right 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 so i mean fans did speculate that but then it also comes from the fact that like first megan had done a song with nikki hot mm -hmm. girl summer mm -hmm. and then not too long after well not too long whatever in her career after does a, a song with cardi b Right. And we already know Nikki's history with uh -huh. this feud between her and Cardi. And then also there was rumored that uh, Megan had told Nikki to have a drink even though she was pregnant. Allegedly, like you said, Megan was forcing her to drink. And this is the part that confused me because when you look up like the facts about this, it says while she was attempting to get pregnant. But oh, then really? it says that, yes. So it says while she was attempting to get pregnant, but then it says while she was pregnant. So there's a lot of like misinformation that I feel like where I'm kind of confused because which one was it? Were you trying to get pregnant or were you pregnant? Well, also, it's kind of like hard to take those things. That's why I say it's rumored because at the end of the day, this is like a he said, she said thing. You right. know? Like Nikki could possibly be dra dragging it because she was right, offended. Right. Like she's always offended. Right. And then it could be like, you know, Megan just... You know, didn't even realize because she had a problem with alcohol, you know, at some point in her life that she admitted and talked about. So she had a problem with alcohol or was it Percocets? Not, not Nikki. Oh, Megan. Maggie. Like, you know, she no. new to the scene, just drinking a lot, right. being kind of like careless with yeah. who she's what she's doing and mm -hmm. who around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. So Nikki actually told she actually she didn't tell anyone. She said on <laughs> Queen Radio and this is an article from XXL. Uh, she said, imagine telling someone you didn't want to drink because you were at the time possibly pregnant. These mm. are her words. Wow. Then she went on to say, because you were actively having a baby, imagine if that person said, oh, girl, you can go to the clinic. So 
were you pregnant or were you possibly pregnant or were you in the in the stage of attempting to get pregnant and you weren't sure it's just very iffy i don't know what's going on it just sounds like a lot of like you said he say she say and just and also it's like okay even if all of the all of the above were true mm-hmm. either or all of them let's just say all of them doesn't matter because at the end of the day you know i guess you know for women it's you know pregnancy and trying to get pregnant it's a huge thing yeah so i get it but it's like also you know how when you hate someone or you mm-hmm. you don't like someone, you find anything mm-hmm. to get mad about? That's what it's giving. <laughs> so I'm like, That's you know. That's what it's giving. And also in one of her lives, she had mentioned that she claimed that Megan was trying to steal her husband. What? Yeah. In an interview? No, on the live. Oh, when she fucking know. went crazy. And then, e- even in the video, to see her, her attention is on my husband. Go and watch the video on Twitter the type of woman that can't wait to be around someone's man to see if they'll pay her so it just again you know it sounds like those women that don't really like you and they find anything to yeah. not like you and they be like, oh, it's something about her. I just don't like her. It's something about her. <laughs> and, and that's what it sounded like because now it's like, oh, you wanted me to drink while I was pregnant. Like, right. Yeah, for sure. But so after that, you know, when Papa Bear was born, Megan the Stallion did actually send her flowers. But Nikki claimed that, oh, she was just doing that for clout. That's right. So. So at that point, you could tell, you know, there's beef at that. Right. So fans basically speculated that, you know, there was like a whole issue. And so someone had tagged Megan on Twitter about the issue, basically telling her, hey, these are some serious allegations. You need to address this. Hold on. Let me find the post. So someone had tagged her on Twitter and said, Nicki Minaj is accusing you of encouraging abortion and child endangerment with alcohol. This isn't something to stay quiet on. And so she reposted it and her caption was lie in all caps. Mm. So I really don't know what it's just one of those things where it honestly just sounds like bitch, you're being a bitch because you don't like her. And maybe maybe you judged her. Because, you know, women be doing that to other women because she be drinking, because she be dancing, because her definition of fun is probably not your definition of fun. So maybe there's just preconceived judgment there. And also, Nikki has a history of uh, degrading women who sell sex, you know, uh, yeah. like, uh-huh. you know, and sex appeal. Uh-huh. Uh, even though she there's an interview. I'm going to I want to read it. Um, I'll read it right now, actually. So on an interview, she said. Maybe I was naive, but I didn't realize how many girls were modern day prostitutes. Whether you're a stripper or whether you're an Instagram girl, these girls are so beautiful and they have so much to offer. But I started finding out that you give them a couple of thousand dollars and you can have sex with them. I was like, yikes. It's just sad that they don't know their worth. It makes me sad as a woman. And it makes me sad that maybe I've contributed to that in some way. I've always felt like it. But in a lot of ways, I don't know if I'm doing the same thing they're doing because I'm selling sex appeal. So I can't look down on these girls. I may not be having sex with people, but I'm still selling sex appeal. And then so they said sex appeal and sex isn't the same thing. And she responded with, that's true. But I just don't know if girls who look up to me think that when I'm posting a sexy picture. And I want girls to be like that. I'd rather you be called snobby or a bitch or conceited. I'd rather you be called that than easy and a hoe and a slut. 
Let's just talk about that because it, it, and this makes so much sense why she probably had felt some type of way towards Megan, didn't like Megan. But my thing is you invited Sexy Red into your you invited her with open arms. Did and you? I feel of course. They mm-hmm. did lives together. They did song they did a song together. She hopped on Pound Town. No, yeah, Pound Town. She hopped on that track. And I just feel like, okay, a lot of the stuff that you just said in that article are a lot of the things that people say about Sexy Red. True. So where's the energy with Sexy Red as opposed to with Megan Thee Stallion? And this is what I'm saying. Like, I feel like she's full of shit. Like, this whole woman empowerment thing is 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 bogus. It's a lie. It's just she only fucks with people who fuck with her and who give her loyalty at the end of the day, and that's what it is. I don't know what happened between her and Megan Thee Stallion, but it is giving you judge the shit out of her. Maybe you do know some secrets about certain things that we don't know about. And again, you're judging her for those secrets and you're judging. She did say in her live, like, you know, you, you be, you be paying for this or niggas pay you to do this and you be sleeping with so-and-so like she did say that. So it is giving that you don't like her because she's not your definition of what a woman should be or a woman in the industry. But yeah, a woman should be period because Mm -hmm. that she really has like, a history of slut shaming mm-hmm. like she a does. history of it it's yeah. kind of crazy but then she wants to sit there and say i'm all for women empowerment listen i mean i don't really know at this point stop saying that just stop just stop saying it just say start saying you support who you support and that's it because mm-hmm. you're not for women empowerment let's be real that shit is fake mm-hmm. that shit is not real with her i'm i'm so over it but that is so telling to just the woman that she is it's very telling because a lot of women that have that mindset or that feel that women should be a specific way have internalized misogyny and i feel like she is just an example of women that are internally misogynistic mm-hmm. and that that's what that was yeah that's what that was and and it's telling it's very telling how she treats megan how she treats cardi how she because she probably did look down on cardi like oh you're from the Bronx. You're a ghetto hood rat bitch from not, the Bronx. Not even because she's from Jamaica, Queens. I think more so the fact that Cardi slept with Offset. And you know what I'm saying? And then they did that whole song thing where they kicked her out the, the song. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, with Nikki's perspective on women, she's very proud of not having fucked nobody for her spot. You know, I have a video where she really describes her sentiments on something like that. So this is a this is a video from Joe Budden's podcast. And I thought it was interesting because it reflects, you know, there was some beef with DJ Envy and I, we can go into it eventually. But anyways, this is her response on her. I just think it's a good reflection of how she feels about what she's done to get to where she has been. I still had to go through these things because of people you. like you who who made a sport out of tearing down a young black woman who's done nothing but come in this game with an authentic come up, writing raps and doing what the fuck was really actually necessary. No Instagram, no reality shows, no sucking DJ's dicks. Do you understand what I'm saying? And then to have people who I would think are smart enough to see that do nothing but tear me You're down. You're telling me people are sucking DJ's dicks. Yeah. People who are smart enough to see that and... and but anyways, you see, I mean, Nikki has always passion in her voice anyways, but I'm just saying, like, she that's how she thinks. Mm-hmm. She's proud of that. So, of mm-hmm. course, she judged Cardi when she came up mm-hmm. because 
hello she used to be a stripper and exactly and, and and that's the thing i feel like women like that and listen there is pride and i understand having pride and like you know carrying yourself a certain way a hundred percent respectable but when you start to again like just look down and constantly shame and then compare and then ridicule based off of just your expectation of how women should be to you to the point where that's kind of like your lifestyle you know it's looking like a lifestyle for her at this point because it's 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 very common with lotto with cardi with megan the stallion and i don't know i just feel like okay at some point you gotta just chill and let Bitches do them and mind your business at that point. 100%. You know, but then you want to sit there and constantly talk about protecting black women and just talking about uplifting black women. But you honestly, you don't uplift no damn black woman unless they're sucking your dick. Like, that's just the truth. And I'm kind of just over this fake, the fake woman empowerment, the fake. Like, I feel like it's fake. Women that act like Nikki will judge you for dancing in the club, bro. Mm -hmm. You could be having a good time dancing, you turning up. Instead of dancing with you, with your group of friends, she the type to look down on you and call you a hoe for dancing in the club. That's the energy it's giving. And I'm like, all right, I don't got time for this shit. Like, you're fucking weird. Don't sit there and say you're a girl's girl. You're not. You're really not. Well, she definitely doesn't act like it. I mean, uh, if you guys tune back to our previous episodes, um, someone who believes in women empowerment um wouldn't be protecting multiple men it's not just her husband Mm -hmm. it's also her brother who have hurt little girls Mm -hmm. but that's where that goes back to the internalized misogyny right because that's that's literally what those women that have built up internalized misogynistic traits literally do those things they compete with other women they judge other women for being sluts or whatever the fuck they they think and then they protect men that are disgusting and evil. And, you know, it's interesting because there were fans, of course, Barb's, who were under the comments uh, criticizing and saying that, oh, well, you know, Megan should have never brought that up because at the end of the day, the victim had t- retracted her statement. And what people tend to forget is that this woman who retracted her statement was bullied by mm-hmm. Nikki mm-hmm. and her husband mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. Threatened. Mind People you. were showing up to her go, house. Go back to our previous episode because yep. we have proof. We have receipts. We have evidence there. We have pictures. You can like, look it up yourself. It's all there it's and available. all there. So it's interesting because she's the first one to play victim mm-hmm. and then wants to cry when, when it's on her and... and a woman's woman will not do that. You know what I'm saying? You can't sit there in the public mm-hmm. and say, "Oh, I'm uh, you know protect black women when you're protecting a har- rapist when you're harassing the same black woman because you don't want to deal with the fact that your husband has to be registered everywhere you move. Mm-hmm. That's not whose fault is that? Exactly. And you know I what I'm like, saying? And, and you know there was this one video that I saw, like going back to what you said, where. This bitch said, oh, well, the victim already retracted her statement. Imagine, imagine having a whole kid and then the kid has to grow up and see this. Well, whose fault is that? That's Nicki Minaj's fault. That's Nicki Minaj's fault. A lot of these women don't want to take accountability to the man that they married, to the man that they had kids with. And that is a huge problem. Take accountability. You decided to sleep with this man that you knew. You knew all of these things about him. It's not like you didn't know. 
You knew these things. This is not a secret. And now you want to blame the world. You want to blame the world. But, and you know, it's like, I understand that you are upset, but this is just what comes with the territory. This is who you decided to marry. And this is who you decided to have kids with. So this is just what is going to be the consequence of honestly, your actions. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, but again, Nikki has a history of just playing the victim. I just think it's interesting that she wants to sit there and say, oh, you guys don't want to protect black women. But like, girl, you don't protect black women. You protect evil men. So you you would rather protect an evil man over black women. So I'm I'm just super confused. And then you want to use the excuse of like, oh, these bitches sell sex. Sexy red literally sells sex. But you are cool with her. So now it's not making sense. Make it fucking make sense. What are you for? What do you represent? What do you support? I don't I don't think you even you support you. That's really what it is. At the end of the day, you support you. You don't support female empowerment. You support self. And that is it. Mm -hmm. Um, But going back, we went on a tangent, but going back to the whole issue and how she went on live and just went off. She, I do have, you know, a quick snippet of her live that oh, I yeah. do. <laughs> I do want to play for y'all, so. And bullet fragment, bitch. Now listen here, ho. Get up on your good foot. Bitch, I said get up on your good foot, not your bad foot. Fuck was that, a diss or a piss? Said it was his, I said piss. They, my fans called it piss. Yo nigga, bitch, said all that shit about you, ho. Yo, ex nigga that just was around you all day. Y'all mad because y'all don't have somebody that loves you and stand 10 toes down behind you. So you bringing up 30-year-old teeth on when this child, when this man was a 15-year-old person, child. You bringing up 30-year-old teeth because no man has ever and will ever fucking love you. And lying on your dead mother, on your dead mama. On your dead, you know, lied on a dead mama. Lied on a dead mama. Lied on a dead mama. Lied on your, I said, lying on a, a sexy red, she done lied. She lied and she cried and she lied and she cried. She said she lied and she cried and she lied and she cried. And then she lied and she cried and she lied and she cried. Cause she got blogs all up up her stupid doofy self ass. Every press, I said no well, I don't give up. Vote for the rip up the duck, dude. And then she tried to rap double time. Lied on your dead mama. 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 Mama, mama, lied on your dead mama. Lied on your dead mama, mama. But you will not disrespect Papa Bear, you dirty fucking ran through bird ass, bum ass bitch. Broke bitch. You broke bitch. Tell them the truth, bitch. Y'all want it, Roman? Lied on a dead mama, lied on a dead mama. Right after the funeral, the shit on a dead You stupid hoe. What you did to Kelsey was disgusting. What you put that woman to, through. You put your black friend, a young black woman, let her be bullied nonstop. Went on Gail King. Bitch, bitch lying on her mama's soul. On her mama soul, on her dead mama soul. Okay, so yeah, you know, Nikki had a little. I don't know. It was giving manic episode, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe she was just triggered and she was over it, and she was just like, "All right, I'm gonna just go off because I'm I'm sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of being everyone's uh, punching bag." So, um, what do you think about that live? You really want me to get into it right now? Yeah, I do. 
to be honest with you, it's kind of in character of her. Mm -hmm. You know, she has a history of bugging the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's interesting, right, that people are like, oh, my God. Because, yeah, she's definitely on it, like. You can tell Megan hit a sore spot. Mm-hmm. You can tell, like, she got her. She got what she needed, this reaction. And it's making Nikki look really bad. Mm-hmm. However, Nikki has always done this. There's, She hasn't done it to this extent, I feel like. She has. She has. And I have an example of that, actually. Mm-hmm. So this is also the clip from the same same interview from Joe Budden. And she's talking about this beef that she had. This is, like, four years ago, by the way. This is this is a beef that she had with DJ Envy, mm-hmm. right? I'm gonna give you a quick history. DJ Envy kind of blackballed her from the Breakfast Club playing her music at the time because she had some shit going on with DJ Self. She had threatened him and said, "When I see you, something about basically, you know, do what Nikki does. She's a bully. Mm-hmm. She's the first one to criticize another woman. Talk about, oh, you're the bully." Meanwhile, she does. She bullied the the victim of Kenneth Petty. Mm -hmm. She bullies everybody, a lot of people, Mm -hmm. because she has that power and that Mm -hmm. she has a strong personality. So anyways, she threatened to hurt DJ self. But so DJ Envy defending his boy was like, oh, we can't have that. I'm not playing her music anymore because she threatened my boy. Mm -hmm. Long story short, DJ self didn't tell DJ Envy that they had made up behind closed doors already. So when she came, and so now there was this beef between DJ Envy, like, oh, she was like, I never thought it would be you that would, you know, do that to me, you know, all that type of mm-hmm. shit, right? So then she's talking to Joe Budden, and then she randomly pulls out the phone, goes on her live, and goes on this tangent. Check it out. All right. Before I get off this Insta, let me say this. It'll never fucking happen. You can go all the way, everything y'all want to, every witch doctor in the motherfucking world. It'll never fucking happen. Praise be to God. I am who I am because I am who I am. You see, I don't have to go in a room with a bunch of men don't cut who, this to, off. Cre- to create no, my no, sound, no, my no, image, no. my anything. I am who I am. Take it or fucking leave it. But I put in the motherfucking work. I put in the work. Queen. Good night. No, 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 don't you hang up now. No, 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 no. no. We did that. But you see, I feel like it's a different energy. How? I feel like, yes, you're right. She does have a track record of doing this, and she is a bully. But something seemed off in the live when she was just going on a rant about Megan. And then even her posting constantly back to back to back just shady comments on Twitter, posting her feet on Twitter, trying to do feet compares. It just felt like, girl, are you okay? Like, it's one thing. We're used to the Nikki talking about, oh, I'm a victim. The industry tries to do this to me, <laughs> and I work hard, and they don't protect black. Well, we're used to that. Yeah. We're used to it coming from that angle. But this angle, it feels like she just saying anything. Well, I feel like, yes. Right. She is because I feel like it's a combination of things. Right. So Nikki, it's not a surprise that she reacted and and went on a tangent because she does already. She always does. She did it when when what's his name? Um, uh, Mr. Hollywood Unlock was his name. Jason Lee. She did it to Jason Lee Mm -hmm. on her podcast. She did it to Cardi B when she was Mm -hmm, on radio. mm -hmm. She does those tangents. And remember, we've criticized her. She sounds fucking weird every time she's in the studio doing these weird sounds and -hmm. and acting all hard. She goes on tangents and she does the social Mm -hmm. media thing. Mm -hmm. But I feel like because it came from Megan, it's also a sore spot because I feel like there's a little bit of 
insecurity there. Like you, she, you know, the bar fucking hit. <laughs> that bar <laughs> was so fucking hard. And the yeah. best part is. Megan didn't even address it mm-hmm. to Nikki. Mm-hmm. Like everything Nikki responded with was specifically for Megan. Mm-hmm. You can tell she mentioned not only her name, which fine, cool, but it's like and she don't be the, name dropping for people like that. The people like like that she fucked with. She put G Easy. She put Party. She put Tory. Like in, in the whole disc, uh-huh. right? And and you know specifically that was for Megan. But Megan's verse, I mean Megan's song. You it it's to whoever interprets. Yes, right. if the shoe fits. Yes, but exactly. And I feel like that's what hurt the most because she deep down inside knows that shit hit hard. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's that. And also she must feel some type of way because when she did Hot Girl Summer, apparently she didn't ask for money. She did that verse for free, and she had somebody else do the do a feature and had them pay two hundred and fifty dollars. Nikki did on her team or so something. nikki did it for free yeah she didn't charge and so maybe she felt like she was used especially because after she did it with cardi she did a song mm-hmm. so i feel like it's 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 a lot of things and then mm-hmm. with all the other bullshit going on mm-hmm. and nikki being her you know what i'm saying i feel like that's where honestly the root of the the mania comes from mm-hmm. in my opinion because mm-hmm. a lot of people were going off and saying yeah that it really sounded like she was hurt she like this time she felt it. Yeah. That's that's the energy. Someone got to, her. It got to her. I feel like she has a lot of ego. Uh-huh. So when you uh-huh. are embarrassed and you are embarrassed with the with the most like sore thing you have, mm-hmm. you're gonna go on a fucking on a on a raid and, and people are accusing Nikki of being on drugs. And do you think she's on drugs? Honestly, I have I I don't know. I mm. don't know, but I don't think she's on drugs. I mean, listen, the industry is hot, so maybe, you know, it's always easily accessible I drugs, mean, but also we do know about her uh, history. addiction history with Percocets where she did tell Vogue that, you know, she had this issue because at the time her doctor had prescribed her Percocets for menstrual cramps, which already <laughs> sounds kind of sus. Like you're 41 years old. Uh, what are you doing taking perks for menstrual cramps? I don't think I've ever heard of that. I know people do take birth control, but I've never heard of like people taking Percocets. But y'all let me know if y'all know a doctor <laughs> that prescribed Percocets for menstrual cramps. Let me know, because honestly, I'm not that well versed in the medical field. I, I just mean, don't know what doctor prescribes Percocets to a 41-year-old woman for menstrual cramps. Doctor could be street name for Exactly. The streets. Exactly. You know, you're not going to say that to the interviewer. Right. And that's what I'm saying. That's why it just all sounds so sus. So, like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, especially when she is. I wouldn't be surprised, especially when she did mention that, you know, she did have a struggle and that her father also had a struggle with uh, crack cocaine. Yeah. And there's history there. So, I mean. We never know. But yeah. It's not far fetched. Yeah. I don't think she is. I, I think that people online are dragging it. I think that I think they're dragging it a little mm-hmm. because I don't know. I really don't understand it because like a lot of these elements are Nikki. Mm-hmm. It is her. Like mm-hmm. she just switches up. She has that. That's what we you know, and and I'm playing a little bit on the other side for a second because you know where I stand, but mm-hmm. I try not to let it be biased here because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know. I want to hear both sides. And, you know, at the why we fell in love with Nikki back in the day mm-hmm. was because she was that, mm-hmm. right? She, but she came in character as Roman 
on her music. Mm-hmm. Not, it's giving split personality disorder. Which, whatever it is, it's great. Because <laughs> it, it's great for, for artistry. It is. It's great. And it she is. makes, she has great sound. Like, let's be honest. But when you blur those lines. Let's be honest. When you blur those lines, though, and you start to forget <laughs> a little bit who you are, then it becomes conflicting. But, yeah, yeah, you're right. It is her personality. That is who she is. So. Yeah, she's always had Roman. She's had these characters mm-hmm. throughout her music. And yeah. I feel like that was always who she was and then she just put it into artistry you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying because like even when you like look at her carpool karaoke for example it just it just she just be it just comes to her mm-hmm. like naturally like these weird sounds and the, yeah. the beats and that's nikki right yeah, yeah. so i feel like people saying that she's on drugs are just immediately kind of like judging yeah and, and especially because of her history which i think is a little unfair a lot of people don't know about her history though which is interesting really I don't think a lot of people know about the Percocet history. Mm. Well, the people that do have been, you know, I feel like they're just like, oh, she's got to be on drugs. Because that's the easy answer. Yeah, they're like, you're on drugs again? Like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think she is. Yeah, well, she did also mention to Station Head. Um, she went on Station Head and claimed that she spoke to Kelsey. And this is like the weirdest thing. So I have the clip here. I'm going to play it for you guys. I'm just like so confused. What? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? It hurt you that much that you had to say, I reached out to the bitch's ops. Like, I just, okay. So, here it is. I just got off the phone with Kelsey. Wow, 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 wow. You know what? Here's the thing. Of course, I know the normal paid, um... Bussy squirters um, were going to be ready and waiting to talk for their, you know, they gotta, they gotta earn them shillings, you know. But let me tell you something, ladies or people in general. Any woman that actively calls another woman their friend. But because of their own ugly duckling syndrome from when they were, you know, a kid, Lion Lipo had to prove, you know, she could get the short boy too. So even if it meant hurting someone that is her friend. But I will, I don't want to say too much. You know we don't do a lot of that. But um we are in Gag City. So that was the clip of her, you know, on station head talking about how she just got off the phone with Kelsey. So now someone did reach out to Kelsey to find out like hey, did Nicki Minaj actually speak to you? And so they said, "Hey Kelsey, Sorry to bother you. I'm contacting you because Nikki is on Station Head and she's mentioning your name since she got some receipt, some receipts and is trying to look like she's talked to you. Is that true? I'm just letting you know she's mentioning your name in the shenanigans. I emojis. So Kelsey responds and says, send what she's saying. And then she was like, Lord, I see. This person says, uh, she said she was on the phone with you. Kelsey, I can't. I can't see that it's too long of a recording. You'll have to go on station. But she said she just got off the phone with you. She's on station head. Did she confirm it? 
No, she said, oh, this is what she said. She said, I'm going to keep silent and see what happens next. I don't know what the hell is going on, LOL, and I haven't spoken to anyone. That's what she said, but I don't know. The, is, the fact, it is sounds that real? So, yeah, it's a, it's a whole receipt right here. But I don't know who sent it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how real that is. I don't know what the case is, but I just feel like first it says send what she's saying. It's either you spoke to her or not. Why do you need to know what she's saying? Yeah. It's just I, weird. I, I just feel like, because a lot of people, because obviously, you know, one thing Nikki's really good at is her, her. you know, she's good at, at, at making something catchy and that one part where she goes lying on your dead mama, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people were criticizing that and saying that like, her bringing up her mom, Megan's mom, uh, was sinking too low. What do you think on that? Do you think it was too much? Do you think she, like, go, talking to Kelsey, supposedly, do you think that, you know, playing on her mom's death, do you think she crossed the line? I mean, I right, so here's my thoughts on that. Okay, now this is where we go into, like, beef, like, history, diss track history, and just, like, the long line of, like, rappers always beefing with each other and dissing each other through music. This is something that's known to happen with diss tracks. However, I do feel like she dragged it. I do feel like Nicki went hella far, but at the same time, I mean, Megan did bring up Megan's law and that is the father of her child and mm-hmm. that hit close to home as well. So she felt like if you're hitting my home, I'm going to hit your home. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's really what it was. It was kind of one of those petty things where it's tit for tat. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I, I think the same thing. I think people who are saying that it was too low is yeah. y'all, y'all dragging it, in my opinion. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, Nikki's not going to go down without a fight. If you're going to hit her sore, <laughs> her sore spot, she's right. going to hit you right back. Right. And I feel like... I feel like though, even though she did that, she still lost because mm-hmm. like in into the public eye. Mm-hmm. Because even Megan <laughs> responded to that. You know that, right? No. She, she posted a picture of her laughing. I'll show it here. Oh, that was that was in the beginning before the diss track came out. Yeah, when she was just talking about yeah. it on the live. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But yeah, I think I think that, you know, Megan did a good job at not only getting on Nikki's nerve mm-hmm. but like <laughs> she you know to the public eye you know she comes out winning in the end because not only do you have the legend of the legend of hip hop yeah uh of women mm-hmm. you know of women rappers losing her fucking mind mm-hmm. while Megan is just sitting pretty preparing for her second album to come out and not responding to anything yeah and i think it's interesting I think I think the public perception on Nikki is interesting. She a lot of barbs are embarrassed. Yeah. There's been a lot of there's a lot of barbs that are like, all right, like I love you, but like this is secondhand embarrassment. I'm not gonna hold you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna hold you. It is, it is secondhand embarrassment. Like even when I was like watching the live and just like seeing her tweets, I was like, uh I don't know. Why do I feel so embarrassed right now? Like I wanna read some comments because I just think it's funny, and just to make it light, because her fans, even Nikki's fans, mind you, these people, in my opinion, are like <laughs> soldiers, bitch. They should fucking apply to the Marine Corps or something and fight for our country the way they fight for Nikki. Yo. Because we need soldiers like that in real life. They got some fucking mentality. But even her, 
soldiers were like, yo, <laughs> what the fuck is this? I'm gonna read some comments. This shit had me cracking up. And someone said, started from the bottom. Now we're further down in the abyss with this one. Oh my God. Someone said, we go into the hospital with this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we making it to the psych ward with this one. It was given psych. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was really given Orlando Brown. I'm telling you, it was given that. Someone said um, something about the AI. Hold on, hold on. This shit had me cracking up. Oh. When AI collects your tweets and creates a song. <laughs> oh, my God. And I think it's interesting, right? Because I think what makes Nikki's diss track not hit the same was that she everything, every diss she made, she already tweeted, mm-hmm. went on live about the yeah, Megan. The we Megan, heard it already. Right. The Megan's Law, you know, yeah. something Megan Raw. Like, that was a fire line. That mm-hmm. probably would have hit if you didn't already tweet it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, you know, I really liked when she mentioned, like, um, Megan's boyfriend. Do you know when she said that? I'm, I'm the fact that the Barb's had to, like, make the song better for it to hit is crazy. Mm-hmm. They really... Gave a whole new beat and all that. I was like, yo, y'all are so extra. She want to party with the baby while rubbing on Tori's toupee. I guess she needed money bags for them. Trey songs. She's g Easy. Carl made her crawl for it. And I, I say all that. Obviously, this is all said in the way Nikki says it. But I'm saying it was a clever way to mention all the guys that... um. You know, she mentioned Party, the baby, Tory, Money Bags, Trey Songs, G Easy, all these people Megan has been with, you know, has been pictured with and and all this stuff. So I thought it was clever. Is she like saying that she allegedly slept with all those men? There's pictures. There's there she did. Oh, there's pictures of what? Of all these guys with Megan. In bed? Not in bed, but so dating. Like- but dating. Okay. You didn't oh, know that? I didn't know that. So that's the baby. Oh, Tori, oh. Trey Song, oh. G Easy. That's a he's like a, a a soccer player or something like that, and then party. So again, <laughs> Nikki had something going, but she just what was that? Why did she deliver it the way she did? It, it was just like, girl, you you showed us your cards before you played them. Mm-hmm. Now we looking at you like, okay. We heard this already. Like. Yeah, like nothing hit. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't know. Okay, so now we got to really talk. We got to get into the nitty gritty when it comes to the situation with Megan and Kelsey, as well as her um, past uh, situationships. Mm-hmm. Was Megan a bad friend? (laughs) I mean, that's the real question. Like, yes, we do support Megan and everything that she's been through. Mm -hmm. And we're here for her. But at the end of the day, like, you know how you always say we can call a spade a spade? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Right. So do you think Megan was a bad friend? A bad friend. For sleeping with Tori, even though Kelsey was already sleeping with him. Tori's obviously the, the fucking asshole here. But like when it, we're talking about friendship, they were right. friends for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have an open mind when it comes to love and war. You know, what does that even mean? I'm gonna get into it. So you know, I feel like 
if you have been friends for a long time, yeah, okay, the simple answer is yes. Was she a bad friend? Yes. However, to the most people, yes. To, to just, if you want to make it a black and white world, yes, she was wrong. She shouldn't have done that. However, in my opinion, my me, my best friend, right? We have our situation. Whatever happened to bros before hoes? Whatever happened <laughs> That's to... That's what I'm saying. Whatever happened to... But girls know, can never do that. Some If you're best friends, you know what I'm saying? I feel like to me, like if you guys were really friends, yes, I understand it's going to take some time to heal. And I understand... <laughs> You know, but I just feel like it's silly to think, I don't know, because I feel like, like I said, the answer is yes. But in my opinion, why y'all fighting over a a dude and then he's not even like husband material. I'm talking about not even. No, you know, he's not even husband material. He's not someone who is, you know, a a great guy Mm -hmm. because he has a history of short man syndrome. Mm hmm. I just feel like regardless, though, like if you know I'm sleeping with a person, you know, we have a situation going on, regardless if we're together or not. I feel like that's kind of disloyal to me that you would sleep with him behind my back and lie about it. I mean, to me, I think that's bad. However, on Kelsey's part, too, I understand her animosity, but I also do feel like me personally, I don't think I would do that to my friend. Like if I know this nigga shot her, I'm gonna be like, bitch, I don't fuck with you. But I'm not going to embarrass you like that, especially when he caused he inflicted physical harm on you. And I was there, you know, I don't know if because people are saying that they were arguing in the car because that's when Kelsey found out and then they got into a fight Mm -hmm. and then things got crazy. And then he shot Megan. Maybe she was just too the adrenaline rush was too much and she just didn't care at that point. But I honestly feel like. I wouldn't get up there and lie and say, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just feel like me personally, like my best friend, you did fuck me over. But if a guy shot you, I would have your back. I just wouldn't be friends with you anymore. Yeah. But I wouldn't do you that dirty. Like if you got shot, like that's kind of wild. I guess to play, I'm not, I can't be that mean. I guess to play devil's advocate, right? Like I, I can see that like you betrayed me first mm. so bet that's what i think it was you know I, that's what i say i feel like me personally i'm speaking for me personally like right. i can't be that person right because at the end of the day you're gonna get your karma right but i won't fuck you over yeah and i think it's just really a reflect because was megan a bad friend again to answer your question yes um but i guess the real thing we really get to see is a reflection of their friendship how strong their friendship was because clearly it wasn't strong enough to prevent megan from sleeping with tori and clearly it wasn't strong enough for kelsey to be like oh i bet yeah i'm gonna flip on you yeah you know what i'm saying so were they really good friends no but but i just don't understand how you could be friends with someone like that for years years and they could be that we know a couple people who've been friends for years and they're not real friends they just a lot of people stay friends because of time knowing each other there's many reasons you know what i'm saying and i feel like the real test the real test is when you're put into into something that tests your friendship Mm -hmm. if you're real friends you'll get through it but Mm -hmm. if you are not you see how people act yeah i mean Mm. but but speaking of tori i was uh scrolling through uh prince you remember prince from Mm -hmm. bad boys yeah he says something interesting because 
you know, and this is just a side. A lot thing. of people been saying a lot of shit about this whole thing. No, no, this was year, a couple years ago. About oh, Megan, Tory. Oh, okay. So I thought it was interesting because you, we mentioned the Tory thing, and I and I was like, you know, Kelsey, the whole situation. Um, and I just mentioned that Tory has short man syndrome and shit. And I just thought it was interesting because, you know. I think it's so unfair that someone like Megan continues to battle with all the bullshit that the industry throws at her Mm -hmm. because, you know, I feel like for the shooting thing, she wasn't wrong for that. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the industry was wrong for a lot of people who spoke out against her. Mm -hmm. And I feel like people were ignorant because, oh my God, it's Tori. He could never do that to me. Mm-hmm. But he has a history of being that type of person. Mm-hmm. And anyways, I say all that because Prince had done their interview a couple of years ago and I ran into it literally the other day and I thought it was interesting. So I wanted to share that because he wasn't as popular as he is now. Mm-hmm. You think Tory Lanez has a temper? Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, he, he for sure has like short man syndrome. One of the things that he had said to me was like, yeah, I don't fight, I shoot. And this was in the midst of the whole thing. May, Megan. Yeah, the whole little situation. And I thought that was kind of like, well, I was like, what if I was just like a Tory? I mean, wow. I mean, listen, like you said, he has a history of doing these things and then abusing people and then apologizing after, like, which is something that you, you brought up. Right. And that's something that you brought up to, like, you know, with Natalie and Scotty, like this abusive type behavior. But then they want to follow up with apologies and then paying off, thinking that things are just going to go away, which is what he tried to do. So I guess I mean, so the reason I bring that up is because, you know, if people who are not fucking with Tory can see the type of person he is, and I'm saying fucking as in like in bed, right, can see who he is. I think it's interesting that Megan and Kelsey allowed a man like that to get in between their friendship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that. And that goes on both. And I think they're both equally wrong here. A hundred percent. But yeah, just what I wanted to share my opinion on that. Yeah. I, I, I think, talk about it. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know, but it, it all goes back to like, you know, just the love that you have for yourself. Like, you know how we always talk about that and whoever you attract says a lot about you. Yeah. So in some sense that does say a little bit about Megan as well as Kelsey because Tori hmm. and then even with the baby, the baby. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of those examples so, and even Blueface back in the day, like Blueface. So do you think that. Nikki saying, "Oh, you, you're just mad because a man can't don't love you the way mine that loves me." What do you think about that? Do I, you think that that's really where Megan's coming from? No, right. I don't. I don't think. I don't think so. I feel like women like Nikki that say stuff like that are the typical married fucking bitches that hate their lives and that always want to say, "At least I'm married, though." That's that's <laughs> what it's giving. Like you know, your husband ain't shit, but at least at least I'm married. At least you're married. That's what he gave when she said that. Oh, you're mad. You don't have nobody to love you. Like, I can't stand when bitches say that. And it's always a specific type of woman that says stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You think that's all my life is made up to be? That's it? You think that's all I care about is to there's, have someone that loves me? That's a part of it, but that's not all I care about. There's also a huge age difference, too, you know? I know. And like, I'm just like, why are you doing this? You're 41. How old is Megan? 24? I don't know how old she is. She's around there. She just look older. But I'm saying in regards to like Nikki's thinking about 
you know, a man, my one man forever. And what if Megan's not even want to settle down, especially after all the shit she's exactly. been through? <laughs> she, I feel Who cares? Like, I feel like after going through all the things that she went through, she definitely learned her lesson, I feel like, with mm-hmm. messing with certain people in the industry and even being close with Kylie Jenner. Just, just being in that scene, because now you see that she sticks to herself. She focuses on her mental health and her physical health. She's in the gym. She even stated that, like, you know, she's not giving up her her cat to nobody no time soon unless, you know, I feel like now there's a different level of understanding in terms of who you're around, Mm -hmm. who you decide to share your energy with, who you decide to hang with. And I feel like before, you know, you come in the industry, you're excited, shit is sweet. And then you realize, oh, shit, shit really ain't sweet. This shit is cutthroat. And now, now, you know. Mm. You know better now. And I feel like she had to go through that process to be who she is now. So, yeah, definitely. Well, another thing that I wanted to talk about is like, you know, a lot of these people that have something to say about the whole Megan and Nikki thing. I don't know. I, you know, OK, it's one thing to have something to say, but it's another to completely troll off of the situation. And I'm kind of just over it. So Tokyo Tony, you know, she's already a fucking piece of shit. I'm not even going to show the video because I just feel like she yeah. doesn't deserve that much attention. I'm just going to explain it. I don't know. I think the woman is like, I don't know. She act like a crackhead. So she was basically, you know, in her car or whose car, because I don't even know what she got going on. And she was yelling out the window saying, oh, if you if you fuck with Megan Thee Stallion, fuck you. And like just being extra and doing all this extra shit. And she even tried to make her own diss track to Megan on some beat. And I'm like, y'all are so weird. Like this is that is the example of like clout chasing and just trolling. Like you're trolling and clout chasing off of a situation that you're not you don't you don't have anything to say with any substance. Yeah. Everything that is coming out of your mouth has no value. And then. Sorry, like we said earlier, that bitch that was like, oh, imagine that your child grows up. and t-. Like, you really thought you were eating and you didn't. Even talking about how, oh, the victim already retracted their statement. So, bitch, you're wrong. Yeah, you're always you're gonna, wrong. You're always going to get people that are going to hop yeah, on their train. I know, but just then to... the people really think that they sound, I think that's what gets me. People <laughs> like that think that they sound smart because they use fucking sentences and like structured sentences and have an extensive vocabulary. You think because you said some big words that you are right, you are wrong. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that woman in that video was wrong, but because she sounded eloquent, Right. She had a vocabulary. People in the comments are like, oh, you ate with this one. No, she didn't. Yeah, she I, didn't. <laughs> you did. Not you know, eat. speaking of fans that ate, we go. I have one right here that I think really did a great job at clocking how I feel about Nikki. Minaj is essentially the Dr. Seuss of her time. And what I mean when I say that is she's objectively a disgusting and reprehensible person by pretty much all metrics of basic humanity and common decency. In case you're not already up to date, the self-proclaimed queen of has spent the past 24 hours deflecting from the fact that her husband is a convicted sexual predator who is not allowed near public parks or elementary schools by making fun of Megan the Stallion for getting shot. It's always amusing to me how Nicki Minaj immediately jumps to making fun of other people's appearances as if she didn't spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in 2008 getting illegal Craigslist butt injections from some guy in his basement. Not only are we talking about a woman who once gave a lap dance to a 13-year-old boy, we're talking about a woman who once made a song with a then 16-year-old little twist in which she says these leap He ate. He ate. That's the definition of eating. (laughs) And he had his receipts. I love that. I saw this. I'm like, yes, the Dr. Seuss, because I feel like the curtains have been lifted. Mm -hmm. We are now seeing more and more 
of who Nikki is. Mm -hmm. Nikki, right, growing up as a Barb, I always thought that Nikki was the victim. Mm -hmm. I... Because and this is before social media, as you heard in my previous you know video that that I had clocked, she said she did this without Instagram, without social media. True, which is why I feel like there was some type of fan base and success. Because I feel like if we saw this on during her time of come up, I don't think she would be as liked by her fans, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting because like her narrative was. The industry hates me because I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. And I'm strong and I'm outspoken and I don't cater to the white man. So they're blackballing me. I'm poor me. But now looking at it, it's kind of like. You're starting to see like maybe the people who have come out about you have a point, like maybe mm. you're an actual bitch and a bully. I think you're mm. a bully. Mm. I think she's um someone who ruined a lot of her business relationships because she doesn't know how to act. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like sometimes her delivery, you know, she could be onto something, but mm -hmm. the way you deliver it, especially in a setting where you're, you're in Hollywood, no, I don't, in, in anywhere, honestly, like even if I was at my job, there's a certain way I'm not going to talk and carry myself mm -hmm. because I don't want to ruin any relations. And I feel like, Maybe we were blind to that. I feel like with Nikki, like at some point you got to admit when it's you. It can't always yeah. be everyone around you at some point. I'm sure there were scenarios where it was your fault and that's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like, yeah, sometimes we are put in situations where you are the victim. But sometimes there are some situations where maybe 30 percent of those scenarios were your fault. Yeah. And like you have to be the one to admit that. I have a video of her actually saying like they asked Joe Budden asked her if she would ever take accountability. And she said, no, here. <laughs> well, there you go, everybody. In the forming of a Nikki hate train. No. Rory. Parks Mall. No. Anyone else in the room? Every time I say something, I'm a barb. <laughs> no, you a barb. He said, will you ever take accountability for a Nikki hate train? That's what he said. No. She's always the victim. Yeah. Um. So, again, it's just very telling already with the type of personality and person that we're dealing with here. So, I, I, I don't... I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. I don't look at you as a victim. Honestly, I don't care. Like I, like I said, you're misogynistic. Yes, women can be misogynistic, and that caters to everything that you are. So, so what do you think about the people going now because of the, because uh, Nikki's fans had posted Megan's mother's yeah, grave address or mm -hmm. something like that? It's really bad. I feel like, you know, those stands, it, they piss me off because... Uh, and I'm talking about the stands, the one that be getting people's addresses. And just like you said, posted her uh, uh, Megan's mother's grave. I think that that's crazy. The fact that there needs to be like more security just to protect her mother's grave because of some fucking fans. And I feel like Nikki's fans th that act like that with that stand like behavior. That's a reflection of her because she has that type of personality. Again, you're a bully, right? Yeah. So 
a lot of your stands because they fuck with you kind of inhabit that type of personality. And it's the same thing where they've been doxing content creators homes too. Mm -hmm. you know, revealing their addresses just because they don't agree with Nicki Minaj. And I have like a post from this girl that has something to say about it. And I just, I just think it's crazy. Like I think that these barbs sometimes do way too much. So here's the clip from this girl. So y'all, um, somebody sent me this from Twitter saying that one of the barbs is trying to dox me. I see Maya up there too. So I guess they're trying to dox us. In my video, I said I like both of them. I said I like Nikki and Megan, but that ain't even the point in this video. I'm letting y'all know this now, okay? I don't give a fuck about no dropping no address because I know a hoe ain't finna pull up on shit. What I do know is I live in the state of Alabama and on that gate out there, it's saying no trespassing. In that backyard, it's four German shepherds. And in these rooms, it's a gun. Also, in our law in Alabama, it says shoot with the intent to kill. So that means you bring your ass around here being crazy, you're not gonna go home. Ooh. It's true though. Ooh. Once you trespass like anywhere in the South, they can shoot you and kill you. So, I mean, this is America. It's true. And this is what I'm saying. Like, you know, people really need to be careful what they're doing. It's just ridiculous. Like, I, this is Megan and Nikki's beef. Yeah. At the end of the day, this is their beef. No one else needs to, you know, intrude and hop on as if it's their personal beef. That's what like, I'm yes, we're talking about it, but we're not talking about it in the sense of where we're picking sides and where we're really getting personally offended. Like, oh my God, I can't. Like, no, it's not that. Like, we're basically giving our opinion on this, but. You know, there's been a lot of people, I guess, with some type of influence that have been speaking out about the situation mm -hmm. as if it's happening to them. And, the, you know, WAC 100, which is Blueface's manager, I don't, you know, I just want to mention this because I just think it's really ridiculous. And this is what I'm saying. The lens that people will go through to really drag Megan is insane because of this whole beef. He wants to come out and speak on how he has proof that like, oh, Megan really is, she lied and she's wrong and there's proof and there's pictures and you you don't understand. She will be done today if those done. are, and I, I'm not even going to play the clip because it no. uh, it's not necessary, but I, it, the point is all of these people all of a sudden want to come out and say all these things. And that, I'm just so confused. That's going to happen, right? Like we said, <sighs> you know, we're all like, even us are having an opinion on yeah. it, right? But Whack yeah, but that though, that whack 100 sides with any man. Right. Look who he is managing. Right. I don't, I think we need to be as the consumer, we have to be aware of what we're consuming. Mm -hmm. We can't just blame whack 100 because you're going to have ignorant fucking people like that everywhere you go in, in the, on the internet, out the internet, next door neighbor, everywhere you go. You're going to have people like that that exist. And DJ but, Academics has something to say about it, too. But, of course he does. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's important for us who consume the material to be aware of the people and where their opinions are stemming from. Because a lot of people, even ourselves, have hard, you know, take our biases out. I've been very, I feel like in my opinion, I'd be very, I've been very unbiased today. I've mm. sided with, with Nikki a lot, even though I feel like at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? I'm on Megan's team, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but this is before the beef. This was like when right. I, you know team what I'm saying? Megan. I've been, you know, I've been out of the Nikki Barb thing for a bit now mm -hmm. since that last episode, which y'all got to go check out. Right. But you know what I'm saying? So it's like, but 
you know, whack on her. I don't give a fuck. DJ Academics, like, you know, you know what though? DJ Academics sometimes has some some stuff to say. Like sometimes. he's always spitting. Like there's this one clip of him clocking Nikki about five years ago. There was an interview that he did. It was regarding the the DJ Envy beef. And he had mentioned a really good point, which I never thought in my life that I would be crediting DJ Academics. Mm. But I'm going to play his clip because I thought it was a really good point because we do see what's happening right now. I, everybody needs you. Everybody's dick on you. Mm. And, and, and to even contextualize that, that might be complicated because of her attitude. A lot of people say shit like they've given her attitude or whatever the right, case is. Right. Maybe in her, you know, like I've heard Nikki even explain that, say, hey, listen, I'm a woman that was on a male-dominated label. Yo, I had to be a certain type of way to get shit done. Also, to let niggas know I ain't playing around. Right. Maybe people took that the wrong way. Who knows? But I understand people not playing your record or people saying, you know what? I'm going to stay away from you depending on how you treated them. Right. And that comes with a lot of, like, that's that cachet you build up over years. Shit, I remember um, Jeezy admitted that. Say, yo, listen, I ain't going to lie. I used to deal with me and niggas real crazy. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? And then he realized, like, yo, that's not the way to go later down the line if, I, if these relationships are what's going to help me when I'm not the new and trendy thing that everybody's flocking to. Right. So he was saying that in regards to Nikki and her attitude and the way she treats other people, mm -hmm. which I thought was interesting because it's true, right? Like, if you're sitting there, when you're hot, it's easy to, like, get away with shit. It's mm -hmm. easy to have an attitude. But people remember that. Mm -hmm. So over time, you've burnt a lot of bridges. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all know the, the many feuds Nikki's gone with. With Cardi, mm -hmm. with Lotto, with Megan, with Miley Cyrus. You remember that? <laughs> that was so, like, stupid. That, you remember that? Yeah, I remember. Like, I remember. I thought that was a joke. I didn't even no, take that No, it was seriously. real. It was real <laughs> life. And Miley had a clocker. She's like, you know these fucking people manipulate shit. All right. Congratulations. You know, mm -hmm. I love I love that scene. That shit was fucking funny. Mm -hmm. um, you know, DJ Envy. I mean, the the fucking list goes on. Even the people who you don't know, mm -hmm. like the, Kenneth Petty's victim, mm -hmm. people's names that you don't know. And and you know what? You know, it was easy for her back in the day to have had that energy because she was hot and popping. But she's mm -hmm. been gone for a long time. Mm -hmm. And even Pink Friday too didn't do as good. No. Even you though know, she did a lot of promotion. She did a lot it. of she promotion. She even sat down with Kai Sinat. Like, when did you ever think that fucking Nicki Minaj would ever sit down with Kai Sinat? Be fucking for real. Like, she knows that that's the end thing he's in and he's popping. Right. And that's it. And you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know. So anyways, you mentioned DJ Academics. I was like, oh, well, actually, I have a clip of of the one time I might agree with him. <laughs> yeah, but my thing is, you know, I, it's kind of sad to see a lot of people kind of like hopping on in, picking a side and kind of like dragging Megan. I feel like I've been seeing a lot of dragging mm -hmm. of, of Megan. Yes, there have people there have been people talking about Nicki Minaj as well. Um, uh, unlike that guy that you just showed, he he kind of dragged her. But he ate. <laughs> There are a lot of people that are kind of not really dragging her. They're still kind of just like, well, Nicki Minaj is that girl. Like, I don't understand why she's nah, acting like this. There's a lot of people talking up about her. Listen to what Charlamagne and... Oh, I heard what he said. He did? Yeah, I heard what he... He said he team Megan. <laughs> he basically said that. No, he did. Yeah. He literally said that. That ain't it, Nicki. Okay, I don't know who Nicki got around her, but there's absolutely no reason that should have left the studio. I'm glad Nicki decided to finally rap and not just tweet, but no. That ain't it. Because uh, for, for Megan put out his song Thursday night, and for the next 72 hours all weekend, Nicki just has been talking about her on social media. And a lot of the bars 
that you know may have made me been like, oh shoot, she already tweeted about. You know, she tweeted mm-hmm. the Megan Law, Megan Raw line on Twitter. You know, slick line. But once I heard it in the song, I already saw it on social media, so it ain't hit the same. The the the, the Bigfoot line on IG Live, I didn't hit the same because I heard it on IG Live. But man, hearing Nikki keep talking about Megan's deceased mother, that ain't it, man. So I have a question for you. Um, in regards to typical beef and like within the hip hop world and diss tracks and shit, do you think that this is something that's normal and people are just being sensitive? Yeah. Okay. This is definitely normal. Elaborate. I think, I mean, we can go back to an easy one, you know, Biggie Tupac, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and the, the problem is that sometimes it can get too personal, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where I feel like the barbs need to chill out with the grave shit because mm-hmm. y'all dragging it. Like this is between two grown women, like you said. Um, but I, like he said, love is fair in love and hip hop because mm-hmm. I, like, you know, you can't go to the kitchen and complain that it's hot <laughs> when you stepped into the kitchen. Yeah, I agree. You took the jab. You better have your hands up because she going to jab back. Like, mm-hmm. who wouldn't? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, so, like, I don't think it's too far. I think, to be honest, I think Megan was expecting it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Nikki should have just been more strategic mm-hmm. because the the delivery was yeah. just not it. The yeah. delivery because you know you you could have had a lot for Megan. You could have came back yeah. with with could have like, just dropped the song and that was it. We yeah. didn't even have to see all that extra shit. You we, didn't have to post pictures of your feet. Like you could have we, we didn't need the one minute fucking <laughs> ASMR storyline at the end of that song. Could have got rid of that. You had us all looking at you like Yeah. Like what's going on? Like Nikki <laughs> are you okay? Are you? <laughs> that was really yeah. amazing. Like, I'm concerned. You're right. Should we call it? Right. <laughs> no, um, for real. So, um, but no, I don't think it's too far. At the end of the day, Megan knew what she was doing, uh-huh. which is why I think she's genius. Uh-huh. I think she did clever, even what she said about Drake, like, you know, because he attacked her unprovokedly. Of you know, he did. unprovokedly. Unprovoked. unprovoked. <laughs> <laughs> he attacked her, you know what I'm saying? And she did not say anything for, for, for a couple of for like a year or two when you know he did that song with 21 savage when he did that album uh-huh. uh was it coco loco that song remember. whatever um but yeah and you know she waited and she came for him too with where it hurts people uh-huh. i didn't even think about it you know i didn't even think that men get tummy tucks and stuff like that but she outed him out yeah. and and with the rumors these are all rumors yeah. but uh-huh. you know it, allegedly it's about drake and mm-hmm. I think it was, I thought it was great. I think I just, she's fucking, the whole thing was fire. I just <laughs> love how, like, Nicki Minaj is the only one that, like, responded. No, um, Drake supported Nicki. I he, mean, he he did post something on his story. Yeah, he just, he like, did. repeated a line about the, uh, yeah, but the 40, the, the 40.40 something, make him dance, something like that. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah. He didn't do anything extra. Like, I feel like Nicki was super extra. Yeah, 100%. Like, so, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly... That's, I don't have much to say, much else to say. I feel like I've said everything that I wanted to say. That is just how I feel about the whole situation. And Deb, I'm not going to lie, the way Nikki was going on a rant, I thought she was about to bail Tori out or something. Because I was Yo. like, girl, like <laughs> you got off the phone with Kelsey. Like, what's next? You about to bail Tori out? Like, like, right, right. Yeah. Allegedly, you got off the phone oh, with Kelsey. But I do, I do want to touch base on the people coming after Megan. So they're today, a couple of days ago, or actually yesterday, 
there's been news on the family uh, mm-hmm. whose daughter was murdered and Megan's law was um, implemented, based, yeah. implemented mm-hmm. for like that murder happened. I'm, I don't know the last name and I'm not even going to mention it. It's not point. It's a sad story. You can go find it online. It's everywhere. Anyways, they are looking to sue Megan the Stallion. Mm-hmm. They're looking to look into what they qualify for in regards to legal legal action. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting because you know where they live? Where do they live? In Jersey. Do you know how far that is from Queens, Jamaica, Queens? Not far. So I thought it was interesting because, like, you know, knowing the deep dive, and this is all conspiracy, allegedly, it could a thousand percent be not true. This is just something that my red flag went up and I was like, something doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Because Megan's law is not only public information, mm-hmm. it's applied, it's the law, it is everywhere but this family wants to take legal action to for megan using that name because they feel like they're dragging their daughter's name one and two now you are they're reliving moments because they don't feel like it's fair to use her tragedy in a district now i personally feel that nikki might be behind that Mm -hmm. i feel like and this happens in real life when you have power Look at Diddy. Look at all these fucking famous people. They send their power of attorneys. They send their attorneys to go do the dirty work. Hey, make a phone call. Tell them we'll pay for all the legal fees. Mm -hmm. Tell them this. Not that they're really going to get anything, because in my opinion, you really have no legal action to take. Right. But Mm -hmm. one, if it was genuine, you would sue both women because Nicki Minaj also used Megan's law, literally verbatim. Mm Mm-hmm. And then following after said Megan Raw, which I think is more derogatory. <laughs> but they didn't, she didn't even, like, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> Megan didn't use no last name. You know what I'm saying? So to me, there's no, there's nothing. But uh, what I'm saying is this. I feel like knowing the history of Nikki being a bully mm-hmm. with legal, legal, the powerful people with money bully poor people or regular people or bully other people of power in court. There's no way this family who probably middle class is going to sit there and spend all these lawyer fees Mm -hmm. out of their pocket Mm -hmm. just because they think they can get something out of it. In my opinion, Mm -hmm. they're being endorsed Mm -hmm. because Nikki is a bully behind closed doors. Yep. She cries out loud. But behind closed doors, she's making phone calls. There's a history of this online. Mm-hmm. I just don't see that. And I just think, like, she's jerk right down the block, bitch. Taking shots and making calls. Yes. Do, 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 do. We got to bring that clip yeah. back. She was really in the studio talking about For taking real. shots and making calls. Yo, you know how to do it, girl. We don't even need the videos. <laughs> like yeah you know she was making calls bitch yeah so my in my opinion i feel like she's just putting more pressure on megan and you know it i i really was thinking about this today why megan like just besides this whole beef why (laughs) i wonder why so many people like so many things have has happened to megan in regards to like you know she came up she's a fairly new artist and then she came up and then Everything just seems like 
back to back, her mm-hmm. mother dying, mm-hmm. the Tory Lanez thing, mm-hmm. the industry coming for her. Yeah. Then you had the fucking the the, the out rage on the internet people bashing her and now Mm -hmm. you have this like granted and she finally responded and came back and that's what ignited everything again but i just think it's interesting because it's like you know how you you watch these movies and i'm sure you can relate to a lot of anime stories with this but like Mm -hmm. you know how there's always that great person who's going through it and it just seems like every time they get up they get kicked back down a lot mm-hmm. of boxing movies that have this shit too mm-hmm. and they keep getting knocked down and things about to work out and then boom you get knocked out again i just feel like there's got to be something really special about megan for her to be going through a lot of this shit in my opinion this is this is just the pain because it's like damn like she can't get a break like, i I'm just feel like, like yo that, yeah. like even when she doesn't talk there's still something yeah. like like I'm just like yo why can't y'all leave this fucking girl alone Mm -hmm. like why can't y'all just let bygones be bygones because a lot of them are talking shit and doing the most when honestly you don't got nothing to do with them yeah I don't know or maybe Megan's some type of toxic and we don't know or see it I don't know maybe 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 there maybe this could possibly be consequences of the energy that she put out in the beginning maybe we just don't know about that yeah but I feel like with her now kind of like sticking to herself and just keeping to herself and focusing on herself what is there to talk about yeah, I agree. Especially, you know, after the after party and her oh, breaking up. Like, he was doing that whole thing. He made that whole song. And I then do, she did I the do whole song. feel like she did get with party pretty quickly. Yeah. After that whole situation. Yeah. Uh, one thing, but whatever. Now she knows. I hope so. Now she shit. knows. Because I hope so. these people in the industry, they are not shit. I feel like now she's really understanding that and feeling that. So yeah, I mean, hey. You heard it here at the Petty Headquarters. I mean, for the most part, I mean, do you have anything else you want to say about this? No, I'm curious to know what you guys think. Like, what are your stands? Did you like which this you like more? What's what's going on in your head? Do you think Nikki may be behind that whole lawsuit thing coming Probably. up? I mean, on, I want to know. Real. I want to know what y'all think. Because, like, honestly, if this comes out later, y'all know clock it right here. I said it first. But, I mean, it's it's possible, right? I want to know. Do you think it's possible? Am I bugging? Tell me. It just doesn't make sense that your your argument would be, oh, you used my daughter's name in a derogatory statement when, first of all, Nicki Minaj did the same thing. And also, if you're going to argue about a name, it's, Megan has the same name. So I'm just, I'm really confused at what's going on And I here. think the most important is censorship. I mm-hmm. believe in freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. That's what America's about, mm-hmm. right? Right. So if you're telling me I can't use a law that is public, public information right. and used in the court of law. Literally. And applied right. to this day. Right. That's called censorship that you're trying to silence me. So right. I think we need to really think about that. that's the most they important. They need to reevaluate yeah. <laughs> their stance. <laughs> Your argument is not looking strong, buddy. It's not, it's not looking weak. strong. Weak. <laughs> Oh, and we did not wear pink because we're supporting Pink Friday, okay? Oh, this my week. God. I feel like you saying it is supporting it now, bitch. No. Like, you didn't even have to say all of that. Like. I, like, I like pink. Pink is my favorite color, and we match. Yeah, Okay, girl. Stop. Anywho. Right. So, guys, comment your thoughts. Yeah. If you like this video, definitely give it a oh, thumbs up. Give it a thumbs up. Share it to your friends, especially the ones, the barbs. I want to hear what they got to say. I know I want to hear them, but yeah. share it because, you know, we really appreciate 
that you know we see the people who come back mm-hmm. every Tuesday, tune in, mm-hmm. and it's really cool. You know, like without like we we put in the hard work, but without you guys, mm-hmm. there wouldn't be a conversation. One hundred percent. So I we really appreciate it, and by sharing, liking you know, going on Spotify, Apple, and Mm -hmm. even leaving a review, that Mm -hmm. all helps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we appreciate it because there are moments where we don't even be promoting the podcast episodes and we still see people listening and we still have like over 100 listens on the podcast. And especially for us being fairly new, that means a lot. So we Mm -hmm. definitely love the support that we get from each and every one of you that especially come back every Tuesday. That means a lot. We love seeing the comments. Mm -hmm. We love chatting it up. So, and also on the Instagram too, like definitely hit us up on the Instagram. Like I'm mostly chatting it up on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, she be on the Instagram. I be on Instagram. But I'm watching and we talking about it on the side, all right? All right, but I be chatting, (laughs) chatting on Instagram. So the Instagram at Petty Headquarters. So yeah. I feel like they like you more. All right. That's <laughs> not true. Bitches want to fuck you more. They just, they just Why cool with me. I thought we could we leave it. it real. We could leave it. We could leave it. <laughs> I thought we would keep it we real. We could leave it. That's fine. We moving on though. Anyway. So where can they find you? They, you guys can find me at Jesse Strange on Instagram. That's J-E-S-S-I dot strange. If you like travel, you know, reptile stuff, I'm there. Where can they find you, Tiana? <laughs> You guys can find me on Instagram at randommania1. Um, and you guys can find us on Instagram at the Petty Headquarters. Like I said before, definitely follow us. Um, we do release episodes every Tuesday at 4 p.m. And we are on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, all the podcast platforms, iHeartRadio, all that good shit. And if you want to watch the visual versions, um, you can tune into the YouTube channel. That's at Petty Sim Productions. And if you want to watch my funny sim tops, check out my TikTok at Petty Sim Productions. So yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. And this was your weekly dose of mess. Later. Blah, blah, blah.